Welcome to Restrictions to Apply podcast. This is Emika Smith. I hope you guys missed me. I was gone for a little bit, over 10 days, maybe two weeks. I can't remember when I stopped um, uploading. Um, but um, I kind of posted on IG last week of me on my surgery moon. And, um, you know, people have baby moons and honeymoons. I had a surgery moon. I had a eight-day triple total relaxation and chilling so um I had booked this trip like a week or two before I found out um or before I start having the episodes and all the issues right I booked this trip and paid in full at this point so I'm not gonna say booked it but I had paid in full at this point um for this trip And, you know, with everything that was happening and going on, I really, you know, never really focused whether or not I was going to make it or not going to make it on the trip. And you guys know all this stuff started in July. I thought I was going to have the surgery by the end of July. I'm sorry, by the mid-August and probably, probably by the time it was time to take the trip that I could have taken the trip after surgery. But none of that worked out. And so there were so many highs and lows and all that in that point to um, when I was trying to decide whether or not I was going to take the trip, I ended up calling my doctor. Actually, I ended up seeing my neurologist and I ended up calling my neurosurgeon to make sure it was okay for me to um, go on the trip. And my neurologist was like, you need to go. You need the break. So much has happened in this time. You thought you would have had surgery by now. I know you have got to be overwhelmed and everything. And when I called my neurosurgeon's office, they were like, yes, go ahead, you know, take the trip. Um, You know, you need the break, whatever. And hey, let's go ahead and schedule your surgery. So it just seemed like everything was wrapped up in a bow for me. And the thing is... As it got closer to the date, my gosh, I realized like so much had happened and so much was going on. And I want to call it a little PTSD, uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome or disorder. It's disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder. And I want to call it a syndrome too for me because uh, I tend to do this a lot. I realize that. I, I tend to process things a lot later uh, about everything that's going on. Well, all this issue, everything that happened, I was active. I was a doer. I, you know, once I realized that I was having seizures and we made the appointments and we went through the appointments and I cried by three minutes, kept going, got on the meds, no focus anywhere, energy, on a hundred did things, everything that needed to be done, I was doing it. I was uh, the best student or that I could be during this time. Like I was learning a lot. I was doing all my homework. I was taking all my meds on time. Like I've been doing all of this stuff. I even um, planned on how I was telling my family and how I was going to give them the news and how I was going to give them the news and controlling all of that of how I wanted others to feel when I gave the news out, but never really dealt with my whole feelings 
on everything that was happening to me or through me or on me. Um, it was a lot. And I realized that like I really hadn't like dealt. So it was like, I actually, you know what? I know, I knew I had not dealt because I had a couple of times where I woke up um, from dreams and evidently like I had been welling in those dreams and, you know, tears like face wet, pillow wet, right? From crying. So I knew there were some, some feelings evidently I wasn't processing, but even in when I was awake, I just still wasn't processing them because I really do have a short attention span and I would just jump, jump, jump. Well, right before this trip, it was like me decompressing and I was also feeling bad and I was having other symptoms and I was uh, afraid that I was going to start having seizures again. I was just learning. I was just getting to the point where I was going to be able to drive. Um, and I, again, I, as I said, I called my neurologist and I saw my neurologist and I had another MRI and uh, we did see that I do have brain swelling, but not enough for her to want to put me back on steroids before I have surgery because I'll need steroids while after I have my surgery. But all that stuff had been like all my fears and scariness and all this stuff had started to snowball and got really, really heavy for me. And so to a point where... um you know, there's still people, again, I tell you guys, I have lots of friends. I have a lots of, lots of associates. I have a lot of people that I talk to. I'm fairly open as a person. Uh, but during this time, it was so heavy on me that um, I didn't, I wasn't in the mood to tell anybody or anything because I'm a comforter, right? I like to comfort people. Um, I, I don't like people feeling bad, even if it's about my stuff. I don't want to feel bad. I want to be an encourager. I am an encourager. That's me. But I didn't have the energy for that. I didn't have the energy to share for anybody else. So I had kind of gotten like, mm, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to tell it. If you want to tell it or somebody else wants to tell them, that's fine. But I didn't want to talk about it because every time I had to talk, I was in tears and, you know, so I started to go through all the feelings I was having. Plus, you know, now the surgery has been scheduled. What do I do? The researcher I am who wished in her first life that she had went to school and became a doctor. I started researching it. And as they say, of the thousands and hundreds of thousands that can go through and go well, I missed a lot of those. I found all the ones that did not end well or people are still going through or um, just the complications. I found all of those, which made it even worse. It, was, it kind of reminds me back to when I was pregnant with my son um, back in the day. On TLC, there was a show called A Baby Story. I don't know if they still do it, but it's called A Baby Story. So you watch these people in the last phases of having, you know, being pregnant and everything. And then you get to the moment, they go to the hospital, they have a baby, and it's all sweet. And I love The Baby Story. I watch that every day. And then TLC came out with a show called Maternity Ward. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I get to see the ins and outs of the hospital part of it. 
I remember being married and watching the show. And I don't know if my husband was watching with me or if he was just in the house. And maternity ward was when things didn't go well. So next thing you know, I'm watching something's wrong. Baby's heart rate is decreasing or something weird. And they had to do a cesarean and they let you see the cesarean and them cutting and pulling, you know, it was not a gentle process. And so I, I can remember screaming, oh my God. And I was in tears. I don't want to have a cesarean and all this stuff. And my husband's like, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. And, you know, so, you know, we turned it off so that I didn't watch, but it's a car wreck, right? So I went back to watching it after that first traumatic experience with it. But with the fear of, I don't want to have cesarean the whole time I was pregnant. And I say that to say, yeah, things can happen. I want the best to happen. Totally want the best to happen. But the end result of that was, of those cesarean sections, were healthy moms and babies that made it most of the time. Right, Most of the time, the stories ended up really good. It's just to give you the reality of the things that can happen. And so what I had to do for myself with this situation of the surgery, the procedures, the after effects, the aftermaths and everything, was to go look for the positive stories, the good stories of the good stuff happening, of people doing well and all of that, and had to push that and my head I had to ask God every day or in my prayers at night God give me something to push me through to pull me to the light I need to see the light I'm seeing so much darkness and it's kind of hard to climb out of this God I need you to show me the light and every morning he gave me something he would give me a song on my spirit Um, he would give me a scripture he would give me a um, motivational speaker or somebody would say something beautiful about the light that I needed every day and the promises of God every day of the things that he's done, where he has not failed me, where he has always gone ahead of me. Um, what was the scripture? Jeremiah 29. 12 and 13, I think that was one of the first scriptures he gave me. Because we all talk about 29, 11, I know the plans I have for you. But then he goes on to tell you about, you know, your prayers and him answering your prayers and all of those things and those next verses that we just don't even look at or think about because we've seen 29, 11. That's all we get stuck with. And it's beautiful. My journal has 29, 11 on it. The plans that he has made for me. This podcast was written in that journal. This, The name of the podcast was written in this journal. And another side note from that, this podcast was written in that journal. But also one of those things that he showed me about 10 years ago. Guess what? I was, I, I was writing a, a post about something. And guess what was, was written at the bottom of that? Restrictions do apply because that's my thing. That's what I've been saying for a long time. And he finally told me to put that in a, I guess I'll call it a production because it's in a podcast, but we don't know where it's going to go. And so with that, he kept showing me things. 
I he didn't give me this for this to be it. He didn't give me this for this to be the end. And you know what? If it's the end, I hope it's had enough impact on enough people to motivate them in other ways. And I pray that it becomes epic, even if I wasn't here, that my legacy will be strong. If it's not with me, with my children in some kind of way, I am choosing the light. So with that, um, I may do some more podcasts this week. I or I just may upload some other ones that I have because I do voice memos all the time about for this podcast and not all of them have made it. I may upload some of those, but I also ask that you go back and you um, go find some of my older podcasts like uh, 5th of July, Interdependence Day, which was about the my diagnosis and how I got there and all that stuff and um there are a couple of my podcasts I'm not in front of my computer right now that um has the lowest views they're like in the 47s and it's weird because I felt like they would be the most impactful ones they're really low on where people have watched or listened so I hope that you'll go back and look at some of my older stuff and Um, that you have not listened to and listen to that and listen to them clearly for me during this time. I am getting ready for my surgery. It's, I'm not putting the date on here, but it is coming. I don't know how I'm going to be doing like right afterwards, whether or not I'll be doing my podcast uh, right away because my time is healing time and what I learned about that is um, I got to take that time and I'm going to be an A student to the end on this. I'm going to do exactly what my doctor tells me to do. I'm not pushing. I don't need to be extra strong about anything. I am going to follow the process. And so if there are any things that didn't go great, I won't have any regrets on me adding a variable to that because I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And I'll go back with another story of, I had a hysterectomy a few years ago and it was day surgery, but day surgery does not mean that it's not major surgery. It was major surgery and I did well, I guess my, I felt as what I felt like I did well there were some complications that I had that I wish I would have known were possible before I had surgery, which means why I researched this upcoming surgery because I missed so many things before with my last surgery. But anyway, that's a whole nother rabbit hole, not going down there. But what I did do after this surgery, I thought I was doing well and I started doing stuff earlier than I was supposed to. You know, I was like, hmm. I'm going to achieve and exceed and I'm going to go exceedingly abundantly above what I'm supposed to do, right? And I started doing things I wasn't supposed to do. I started doing laundry. I was like, instead of like putting the stuff in a laundry basket and then that I wasn't supposed to carry in the first place because it was too heavy um, or any of that stuff. I was like bending, going in the dryer and um, pulling the clothes out because, you know, I felt 
proactive and I was doing something. I was at home. I needed to do something. And those little actions of going in that dryer, bending over, going in that dryer, I ended up getting stuck, bent over, back in excruciating pain. And to this day, I still have back pain that I have to be really mindful of what I do. And if I do it, know that I'm going to be in pain afterwards from me not listening way back then. So I try to learn from my mistakes. And so I've learned. So (laughs) what I'm not going to do is aggravate a brain injury because that's what it is. I mean, I'm getting a craniotomy, if you know what that means. You don't look it up. If you don't like gory stuff, don't look. I'm not going to aggravate a brain injury. I am going to chill. I am going to um, do what he said. I am not going to try to overly complicate anything. I am getting my mind in that realm right now. So, I, you know, as I, I told you, I've, I took the surgery moon, but I've taken off. Uh, more time because I have it. Thank God I have the time off. I've taken time off so that I can relax and, you know, be in the right mind frame to be calm because I need to be calm after surgery. My mind needs to be relaxed and I need to give my brain time and, and, and do what they tell me to do. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a whole work, work up a list of stuff to do after surgery. I hope they give it to me before surgery so I can read it myself before my family has to do all the work. But I like to know because I love interesting medical stuff. I do. I'm not a doctor, and, but I want to know. I am a big advocate for myself. I like uh, being a part of my health care. I don't like them or anybody just telling me what I'm going to do. I want us to be in agreement of what we're going to do to my body. And so that's why I would want to know ahead of time. But um, everybody has been great. Everybody's been communicative. Communicating well, because I'm messing that word all up and I don't have time. I don't. Everyone has been communicating well. They have been responding to me. They have been patient with me because I ask a lot of questions and they've been great. And not of all, not all of them come with the customer service survey behind them. The people have been great. And I really, truly appreciate it, especially in such a crazy time for the people who are our first responders for them to still have a great attitude is a blessing. But with that, I am going to end this podcast. And I thank you for tuning in to Restrictions to Apply. I'm Amika Smith. Please follow me on Instagram, Facebook, on Restrictions to Apply. I do put things on my regular page, but I'm going to try to push more on my my um my business i call this a business page um you know they don't push it much you have to go and look for it there you know if i try to share anything on those pages they want to monetize it uh instagram wants money 
Facebook wants money, so they're not like pushing it. I have not put things on my YouTube page yet because usually when I decide to post something or think of something, it's a voice memo. I have not combed my hair yet. I'm not put on normal clothes right now. I am my <laughs> truly in a truly relaxed state right now that I would not record myself and post it online. So my YouTube page is empty, but I am going to put some content. As a matter of fact, I might put some vacation content on there. But yeah, my Instagram, YouTube, Facebook pages, like, share, follow, and please go on all the platforms. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I am on Amazon Podcasts. I am on, what am I on, guys? Um, for Android users, you guys know because you're, you are listening on there. And right now, why can't I think of the name? But I have a brain injury. So use that as an excuse. But you guys know that you, oh, Google Podcasts. And there's one more that I'm on. And I just can't think of the name right now. But I am out there for you guys to hear me on every podcast platform that I can think of. I don't know if I could get on iHeartRadio, but you know what? If I can, I will. Okay. I will. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Yamika Smith.